Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us in part three, the conclusion of a great three-part interview with Pastor Joe Schemmel of the Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, how he has been involved in exposing how the devil has influenced Hollywood and the entertainment industry for years. And they've just released a new video documentary uh, about this that you will want to catch Oh, it is Marvel and DC's War on God, the Antichrist Agenda. Today, he's going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the influence this is having on today's culture. Now, you need to stay tuned. Get out your notepad. You will want to share this episode as well. Let's jump back into the interview now, the conclusion, with Pastor Joe Schimmel. Doctor Strange, whose movie's coming out again. He was just in the new Spider-Man movie. Uh he made an appearance, and he had, and a few years earlier, he just made they, they brought the sorcerer out. That was a little bit much, so they waited to bring the sorcerer out for all the people, Doctor Strange. Uh, but uh, we are able to show that, brother, I mean, it's clear as day, that he's made in the image of Satan and Celeste Crowley. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange and Crowley, I mean, we're talking, about, we're talking about Marvel, the biggest movie franchise in the world yeah. the last several exactly. years, right? Exactly. And he's the one that works with Iron Man to bring the end game where Iron Man gives his life for to stop Thanos, the great I am, which is interesting, mm-hmm. and his Armageddon type scenario. But it's interesting because I started studying the occult in just a few years ago when COVID was starting, right around that time, seeing the same phenomena. I prayed, I said, Lord, because I saw a, <laughs> I saw a, uh, and I know we talked about maybe getting to Marvel a little bit. So mm-hmm. but I, I, I saw this uh, trailer of you know Thanos coming from the skies didn't even know who he was and in the trailers for Infinity Wars and then it came again in Endgame and what was Infinity Wars I'm like and then Endgame I'm like he denounced himself as he comes from you know space he has these angels and stuff and he's like I am Mm. and then pregnant pause then uh inevitable or invincible depending on which I am statement I thought this is crazy you have one coming from the skies claim to be I am or using enunciating that purposely and you have humans uniting with spiritual forces Dr. Strange and the gods of Marvel uh, and they're uniting to fight against him in this thing called Endgame that looks a lot like Armageddon yeah. and I just threw up my hands I said Lord it was almost like a flare prayer busy day I said Lord if and I'm doing so many things Lord but if you want me to expose this uh, and I realized you know if Paul was trying to slaughter the church and God called him, and as you were heathen, and I was, God uses those who he's brought out of the darkness because we've been there yeah. to expose it often. Yep. And I cried out to him, Lord, if it's your will, and this is going on, the same thing I expose in Hollywood and, and music is going on in, in with uh, the comics. The next day, I woke up, and it was so strong in my heart, a burden. And I can't tell you, the Lord just laid it out because it was. So what I found out was, give you an example, Dr. Strange. 
his first incarnations, we show him looks just like a Lester Crowley, the Satanist. Oh, That's wow. how they brought him out. Steven, yeah. Steve Engelhardt, who wrote a lot of Dr. Strange's story later in the 70s and so forth, um, uh, was a member of Crowley's OTO, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Strange is this good sorcerer who stops a guy named Sisseneg, whose name is Genesis backwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Genesis backwards? This is like Crowley. And when I look up, who wrote this story? Oh, it's a member of the OTO. Steve Englehart is this comic writer who's one of the biggest in the 70s, writing for both Marvel and then DC. And I'm looking at Dr. Strange, even before Englehart was on board. How did Stan Lee and the guys who created him craft him? Yeah. Well, guess what? He is a sorcerer from England, like Crowley. Mm-hmm. He goes to Himalayas like Crowley. He has a place he calls a sanctum sanctorum, which is what Crowley called the place where a place where he did his magic. He used the eye of the triangle like Crowley. And I mean, it just goes on and on. I think that made the point, but I, the parallel is parallel. What people don't realize is as Alan Moore, who's been voted by comic book review fans, which is the biggest fanzine site on the Internet uh, for comics. Uh, he's been voted the top writer the last four years. Uh, he's a practice, a practitioner of Crowley's satanic magic as is grant morrison that's number two guy writing for having written for marvel and dc in the fans fan polls is grant morrison both british both into crowley's magic both practicing crowley's magic both claiming they've contacted demonic entities both claim these entities that they've been touched with have influenced their work and they're influencing our kids we rest out against flesh and blood all this stuff is real and yeah. so but i mean he i mean it just it, it gets really really deep but uh i'll give you one quote bro and then I'll take a breath and I want you to chime <laughs> in. I've got, got great things to say. I feel like I'm hogging the time, but oh, I'll just say, I'll, I'll just give this quote. Or I'll, I'll paraphrase uh, in our trailer uh, for our, our Marvel uh, DC exposed. It's not well, called Marvel DC exposed, but different title, but Marvel DC's war on God uh, in the trailer, we play some snippets. And one of them is you see Grant Morrison talking, one of the leading writers, number two in this last poll. And we see him talking and then we cut to, a, uh, a friend and associate of his who is actually very much a part of this whole movement we're talking about. And he says, talks about Grant Morrison shoots these candy coated bullets into the heads of kids. And he says, but the parents are none the wiser because of it. Mm-hmm. But when it, hit, when it, when it gets into the kid's brain, it gets them nice and he uses the F word, like, yeah. up, you know, yeah. and people don't realize that we, there is a spiritual war yeah. and there are nefarious, wicked people being used by evil spirits to influence the masses through popular culture. Amen. Hey, oh man. I mean, I can see, you know, some of the Marvel characters that are being touted as, as heroes, but actually introducing those demonic powers or is, has this always been the case with comic books and things like that? Or is it just something recent? You know, it's it's uh, it's <laughs> it's a great question because uh, a brother in the fellowship when we were halfway through making this first video, it's going to be a seven or eight part series. Mm. He's in his seventies. Great brother, you know. Uh, he comes up to me, he goes, Joe, I'm so glad you're exposing this. He goes because of all the evil that's in the comics these days. He goes, man, when I was young, we were into like Captain Marvel and stuff, and when you know when it's clean and stuff, and or you know, and and on and on. I'm like, I go, bro, you realize. I go, this has been going on for some time. I felt like, Lord, you know, pray a little prayer, Lord, help me let him down nicely because he's all hot against the new characters. I go, you remember Captain Marvel? I go, you look close. He would yell Shazam was his deal. And he goes, yeah, he goes, that's right. I go, you know what Shazam was? Each letter of Shazam is a name of a different God that he's calling upon for help. 
the Bible says the gods of the nations are demons, you know, Deuteronomy, Psalms, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20, 21, Paul says that the, the, what the Gentiles sacrifice to you, the idols are actually demons and so forth. And he's like, you're not kidding. That's right. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like now, right now, brother, there's a new movie coming out called the black Adam, which is like the counterpart, the, you know, the anti-hero to Shazam or the villain played by the rock. And okay. he's Egyptian. And he also uses Shazam, but there's different gods that he's calling upon. S stands for one god. H stands for Horus, which is in Crowley Satanism. Horus is the crown and conquering child of the new E on the age of Antichrist. And he's so when they're saying these words, they're invoking spirits. Mm. And the Bible warns in first in Revelation chapter 9, 20 and 21, that when God's judgments are coming, that's the midst of the trumpet judgments, that they don't repent. You know, to give God glory, they don't repent of their worship of demons and so forth. So these guys are actually popularizing uh, the calling on these demons. And brother, I I mean, no kidding. This this is so amazing because literally the two top writers out of the top hundred, the two top, Alan Moore and Grant Morrison, are practitioners, as I mentioned, of Crowley Satanism, and they encourage other people to get into Crowley's magic. We have video footage of. Grant Morrison, before hundreds of kids, all coming excited to see their their hero, you know, and all of a sudden there's a projection of Satanist Alessa Crowley behind him, mm-hmm. huge, with 666 under it. Oh, and he's saying, kids, here's how you do this sigil magic. He explains how to do it to contact these entities. He goes, you have to get the, you have to get the books by Alessa Crowley. This stuff works. So they were, in the days when I exposed Satanism, and, and we still do in music, mm-hmm. I don't have anything nearly as brazen as what these guys are doing. Yeah. As far as coming straight out, recruiting people. I mean, you had the Satanists doing that, yeah. but, but you know, yeah. these, these are the, the top in your face guys. And it's so amazing. He's telling them how to do sigil magic. Uh, he's he's telling them to get in the books of Crowley. Uh, it's so horrifying. And then you, you kid, parents are clueless that their kids have been learning these things and basically becoming warlocks. And these are oh, wannabe wow. aspiring writers yeah. who are contacting these yeah. forces and are now influencing the masses again. Give you one last example. Wow. He explains. I mean, last before you chat, because we're having a good talk. I don't want to hear you again. Is uh, is I'm enjoying this. I'm learning a lot. Put it like that. I know our listeners are too. Okay, so you have, for instance, uh, uh, Grant Morrison. He's he, he writes a whole article on how to contact these entities. He says, say for instance, you want to contact Hermes, now that Greek god Hermes, and you want to invoke him so he appears to you and you can use his powers or what have you. He goes, what you need to do is. He goes, what you could do is he goes, get a picture of the comic Flash, because Flash is made in the image of Hermes, by the way. Oh, a lot of these a lot of these comics are made in the image of false gods. And it's just the resurrection of all these false deities often. And he goes, get that picture, put that out, you know, play Ray of Light, because because Hermes is fast. Ray of Light by Madonna. Play the song because of speed. Maybe take some speed, some drugs, take the drug speed, and so forth. Do these various things he mentions to invoke these spirits. He even talks about it. When you invoke these demons, it can be scary, though, because they come with intense power when he's talking about the actual demons where he admits they're demons. Well, guess what, bro? When we're showing Iron Man, the greatest actor, and this is going to blow people away, uh, should, uh, the last you know t- 12 years or so, uh, number one actor for m- most people has been Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. He was in and out of a lot of problems, in and out of jail and all the prison and what have you for drugs and stuff. Woke up in some little boy's house, uh, bed where the parents found, what are you doing in our kid's bed? Strange stuff. Well, becomes, gets the gig for Saturday Night Live, uh, is there for a year as a host, gets canned, you know, 
doesn't have a lot of success. Well, the Iron Man, first Iron Man is going to come out and they're casting for it. He wants to get that part. So to get that part, he he uh, says he practiced his lines in various ways, was ready to be flexible in whatever they way, way they wanted his lines. He says, however, he said, I practiced the most intense ritualistic uh, ritual I've ever practiced. I'm about ceremonial magic. He practiced, he said, sir, he did ceremonial magic. He got a, a, a sunstone wand. He got a picture of Iron Man instead of Hermes, for instance, to do these invocations. And he said, if Aleister Crowley had a little brother, I was the S-H-I-T. Mm. I mean, we're dealing with people that are yeah. actors, producers, yeah. writers, directors, often who are being used by this demonic world. And when you understand this, and you look at what the scriptures say, we wrestle against flesh and blood, the principalities and powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. You realize this is so real and we're supposed to put on yeah. the whole armor of God, not let these guys into our hearts. And, and I, I recognize my heart breaks. And I pray for parents. I pray for young yeah, people yeah. because it's, it's very hard because it's like everybody, everybody's in the superheroes now, everybody's in the music. Yeah. But as Christians, we have to pray, Lord, help us to be separate, help us yeah. to have discernment. And we just want uh, parents to be informed, young people to be informed. And the best way for parents to get to the young people to understand this is to make them aware. And what this is a cool thing. I've done this with my kids growing up, and they're all strong to the Lord now. They become more aware of what's going on than the world is as far as we become wise as serpents, harmless as doves. We expose the darkness. And I I probably know, and I'm, I'm nothing, but you probably know now, right now, brother, you probably know more about the occult and comics than some of the greatest comic aficionados, because guess what? They don't understand the spiritual realm right. and what's going on. So it gives you a leg up when you're yeah. ministering to your children yeah. and young people, you will say, Hey, they're not telling you what's going on. And one thing young people hate a lot of times they hate being lied to. Yeah. You let them know they're being lied to. There's a deception here. And we use this to let them know, guess what? We're here for a short time. Mm-hmm. We have the ultimate superhero beyond any, exactly. any superhero. Exactly. We have Jesus Amen. Christ, Amen. King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Every knee will bow. Every time we'll confess. Get them to know who Jesus is. I share the gospel sometimes. I shared the gospel at the end of the movie we just talked about that we just got it put out. Uh, we show a bunch of these clips where they're saying all these things uh, in uh, in our video. And at the end of it, uh, we I, I'm witnessing to Iron Man and witnessing to Spider Man in Times Square. We flew up to strengthen one of our churches there, or some of our, our, our uh, live stream groups there uh, in uh, for our church. And we were there. We went to Times Square to witness and show the gospel. And I shared with Iron Man and I shared with uh, Spider-Man separately uh, there on Times Square. You know, the guys that dress up like those guys. And I shared with both of them. And I with Iron Man, I said, hey, you've got some weaknesses, man. You have a weak heart, don't you? I go, guess what? We all have a bad heart. The heart's deceitful of all things. That's what we can do. Can know it. I go, but guess what? Has no who has has no weaknesses, you know. And I preach Jesus to him. Same with Spider Man. I said, you have weaknesses, you know. I can't remember all the weaknesses. He has a bunch. Spider Man's in, in the comics. He, mm-hmm. he a lot of times he's very greedy. Only does things for money. He has like spiders. He has problems with water and stuff like that. I go, Jesus walked on water. You and I know, brother. Jesus made water, right? So I told him he has no weaknesses. And I preached Jesus, both of them, both those guys, God knows their hearts, but both of them said they wanted to come to Christ. And we prayed there for Amen. repentance, Amen. so forth. Amen. But we can use what Satan means for evil for oh, good. Yeah. And we Absolutely. ought to be doing that, not with people in the streets yeah. only, but with our own households. Absolutely. You know, when you go, when you did your video, you know, they sold their souls for rock and roll. Now with this video with Marvel, you know, you're revealing details about some famous people in the entertainment industry uh, have you ever heard anything back 
from anyone where they did not like you releasing this type of information? <laughs> I've heard different things where, uh, you know, the, the, the irony is when, when people that are in the music industry have seen they sold their souls for rock and roll. Uh, I was just talking to a brother named Doug Bossy, and he was talking about how uh, Bissonette, one of the, uh, the Bissonette brothers, you know, uh, some of the leading musicians in the world, one played for Elton John for years, and he had said that, uh, man, when me and a bunch of our musician friends, we went to watch They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll. It's going back some years now. Mm-hmm. He goes, we're all blown away. And I just met him in, in, in D.C., you know, and he's doing things for Jesus now. He said Bissonette came to Christ at that, from seeing that that presentation. So some sometimes it's funny because it's musicians that play, that know, that, that they see it more than most people when I start to expose it because they're like, yeah, of course, that makes perfect sense. Because they're, they're like, how did this artist get that, you know? But uh, as far as uh, negative feedback, uh, one thing that we haven't, by the grace of God, ha- struggled with is, the big boys, you know, the, the whether it's in music or, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood come after us. We've exposed a whole lot. And that's because if they do, uh, they bring a lot of attention to something that they don't want to receive uh-huh. a bunch of attention. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surmising that's usually the case, you know, because yeah. Yeah. because guess what? We have your quotes. You said this. <laughs> well, I might have meant this when I said I got a demon in me. You know, yeah. Yeah. well, you might have meant that. But what about this? And then that. Yeah. You know, Amen. Well, you know, the the video we talked about, the one about Marvel and DC Comics, uh, that's been released now, correct? Yeah, it's called Marvel and DC's War on God. Mm-hmm. And I've had a brother that, get, you know, Chad in the ministry, uh, he hadn't seen it yet. He's, I mean, he's so involved in everything we do, and is is such a, a important part of our ministry. Uh, and we do the podcast together, but he wanted to wait as did my daughter who he married Holly, my oldest daughter oh, loves Jesus, both of them, great ministry team. He wanted to wait until it was, it was done. And, uh, and I wanted to wait till it was done. He saw it without any music. He saw it again without music. He saw it a third time with music. And he said, man, after the third time, he said, he's still captivated by it because the, the material comes at you so fast. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. It's very, very eye opening. I've had a number of people that know me that have seen it. Uh, I was just uh, in uh, Tennessee for the National Religious Broadcasters and spent some time with a brother there. Him and his wife had seen it. They said they couldn't go back to go to sleep after a while because they were so disturbed as to what's going on and how the kids are being deceived. I was up with a, a, a we get that over and over again. People watching, they're like, it's hard to sleep afterwards because, because your heart is so broken and you see it so clear. Mm-hmm. They're all saying it's so clear that this is going on. And I've just given people a little picture. When you see it with your own eyes, these guys saying these things and so forth, it's really powerful. And, and that's uh, if people want to check it out, they can go to okay. Marvel DC, okay. Marvel DC exposed, just ex- Marvel DC exposed.com. And I think it's there for three ninety nine for rent or eight ninety nine to buy. And if someone's like, man, I really like to see it, but I don't have three ninety nine, you know, uh, right into our fellowship or good fight ministries and care of Tony and let them know, Hey, I'm, I, you know, cause we're all about getting the truth out. It's not about money, obviously for us. So uh, obviously it costs <laughs> hundreds of thousand dollars yeah. over the years to do these projects, bet, but, yeah. but God supplies. So if somebody's strapped and they're like, Hey, you know, uh, but otherwise you just go there, marveldcexposed.com yeah. and it's three ninety nine for rental. That's cheaper than a coffee. Amen. That's right. Amen. And, and it's released now. So they they can go watch it right now as, as soon as they get done here in this program. Oh yeah. They can click and be watching it and say a little prayer first. Yeah. And uh, man, if, man, pray about what you would show what age kids and stuff. Cause it's heavy stuff. Yeah. And, and the information you share, it's really all publicly available information that you've just 
consolidated in one place, right? Right. And some of it's going to be, you know, things that you wouldn't readily just run into. Uh, for instance, we have a letter from Steve Englehart, the guy that wrote a lot of Dr. Strange and put in this whole, you know, this, we have a letter from him. Uh, they're going to see things they'll never, they'll never see on the net for the most part put together yeah. the way they're put together so yeah. i'll give you an example steve englehart who in dr strange that movie's coming out the movie his next movie's coming out on the sorcerer uh dr strange he's trying to fight the sorcerer uh as another sorcerer but this sisseneg sorcerer is his name uh is absorbing king arthur he's going back in time absorbing power from other sorcerers he becomes so big and so powerful and I'm going to, and by saying this, I'll get into this. It, it shows the Marvel cosmology. So it's not just a story I'm showing. This is a Marvel cosmology. It's very, very, it's all so deep. It's such a blow mine. It's so demonic at its core. Sis, uh, Dr. Strange is trying to stop this evil sorcerer from getting more and more power. Even though Dr. Strange throughout Marvel comics has made so many pacts with the devil, uh, Mephisto demons that they won't even, they won't even do deals with him anymore. He sold his soul so many times, but he's a good guy, right? So he's trying to stop Sisseneg. And Sisseneg goes back in, in time. Now he's at Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. And he sees Sodom and how wicked the people are, Sisseneg. So he decides to rain fire and brimstone upon them. And Dr. Strange says, no, don't do it. They're really good deep down. So Sisseneg is equated with Yahweh. And it shows Lot and his family leaving. Then it shows the Garden of Eden. Then it shows before time. And then Sisseneg recreates the entire universe the way it is now. Mm. He says, no longer call me Sisseneg. Call me Genesis. Oh, which is Sisseneg spelled backwards, yeah. which is a, a tribute, an attribution to Yahweh. Yeah. Yahweh is this big, powerful, evil God. But oh, you know what the one behind him that and the Marvel God is called? Now, Yahweh, the true God is called, is basically made a devil. That's Gnosticism. Mm -hmm. Gnosticism always makes God less than he really is, and they make him evil, and he's the creator. Well, the Marvel Universe is based on the creation of Sisseneg, who has an alias, which I don't get into because it gets really deep as the stuff that just came out. But guess what? Uh, the one that's above him that you rarely see in Marvel is called the one above all. Mm. Well, who's the one above all? I show, and this is in part two coming up and hopefully we get this out in two or three months. The one above all in Gnosticism is, is, the is basically the ultimate depth. He's the Gnostic God, the impersonal God, you know, that you... And, and so, and he's called the one above all. I show that in early churches writing. I show that in Gnostic writings that they refer to him as the one above all. Wow. So Gnosticism. So some will say, well, in Marvel, they have God. Yeah. Guess what? Yahweh, the true God is Sisseneg. Mm -hmm. uh, one above all is the Gnostic God. And it's interesting. One of the things I show, like you would readily just see these things. I show a letter by Steve Englehart who wrote that particular story arc as a member of Crowley's Ordo Tepli Orientis writing a letter to Jimmy Page, the leader of Led Zeppelin at the time, biggest band in the world at the time, saying, hey, can we use your house overlooking the Loch Ness? Oh, wow. Which Jimmy Page said was a church that had been burned to the ground, which had belonged to Lester Crowley. Can we use that for our OTO meetings? As he's right as an ambassador for the OTO. And of course, Jimmy Page said, big names aren't made today through Ready, Steady, Go, but through practicing the magic of Lester Crowley. That's music. So this, most Christians, 99 point, a lot of nines have no clue what's going on behind the scenes. But in the last days, the Lord said that, that you know, uh, that his people would do exploits and that the church, a lot of the church would be able to know what's going on. Yeah. And praise God because of uh, ministries like yours and, and others that say, hey, we're, 
I'm going to be the hard-headed guy that's not going to stop. I'm going to say the truth, no matter what people, Amen. how they react, because I love the Lord. I love his truth. And I want it. to get out. Uh, there are, there's that remnant and praise God. May your audience be empowered with the truth and yes, bow before you. Jesus because every knee that's will right. bow. Every, every time will confess. Amen. Before we, I let you go, I want you to talk about Good Fight Ministries, your podcast. How long have you been doing your podcast and what's it about? Wow, man. <laughs> uh, we've been doing our podcast, I guess, a couple of years now. We just had our uh, almost two years, maybe, and not very long, but we've had our we just had our 500th episode Crazy a couple Lord. weeks back. And that's because we were doing some usually four a week. Mm-hmm. And my son in law, Chad, you know, drug, drug me into the St. Joe. We got to do a podcast, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm already, and I pour myself into my Wednesday message and my Sunday message. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes in those messages. And and he wants to do it four times a week. I'm like, I'm, I prayed up, cried out to God. And I was like, I, I, I know it's, it was good. So those were half hour programs, but brother, I'm used to doing for 30 years plus messages that are oftentimes 20 pages typed out before I preach them, you know? So no, those weren't quite that long, but I couldn't get them shorter for a while. So it was kind of funny. So a lot of information is what I'm saying. Uh, we, we unload there, but now we, instead of having four a week, uh, we have one a week, one, one hour a week. We have a podcast where we can t- deal with contemporary issues, uh, popular culture, apologetics. We're strong in apologetics, uh, biblical uh, prophecy, uh, discernment type ministry. And often it's theological questions, you know, what does the scripture say about this? So we cover a wide range of uh, material. Uh, we have a uh, a radio station called uh, Good Fight Radio, yep. which is 24-7 with yep. everybody from yep. Leonard Ravenhill to Ray Comfort and on and on and on, you know. Amen. And uh, so uh, that's 24-7. So we've got a lot of things going with Good Fight. 511 News, which Chad does every week, breaks down something going on in the world. The parents does a really good job that they should be aware of. So uh, didn't know that question was coming, but yeah, Good Fight's <laughs> by the grace of God doing a lot. And I'm just one of the guys, man, because I'm just... Amen. Sometimes I feel like I'm on the coattails of the rest of the ministry, you know. <laughs> so we just have a lot of people. You know, Doug, you know, he's helped oh, out yeah, a lot. Yeah. Doug Stevelton, amazing great brother. Great. Yeah. yeah. So we're just very, very grateful to be used by the Lord in these days. Amen. And we're very, very grateful to have the opportunity to share with you, bro, Amen. and your audience. I appreciate it. Pastor Joe, this is all so fascinating. And I've I've learned a lot from your videos and, and especially now I can tie it all together, what you shared today as well. And yeah, I mean, your video. Uh, they sold the souls for rock and roll. It's on YouTube, so it's publicly available, right? Yeah, there's sections of it available, but they yeah. can get it through uh, Good Fight Ministries, the whole okay. thing. But right. if they get the whole thing, there's a lot of the updated material on YouTube for free. I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours. Oh, yeah. I know. Praise <laughs> 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 God. Hey, man, I know. Man. It's a, and folks, you've got to go check this video. That's what got me hooked. And, and, and now with this new film, uh, how can they watch a Marvel film again? Give me that, that website. Marvel DC. Uh-huh. MarvelDCExposed.com. Or if they're just, you know, just write Marvel and DC's War on God, just Google that title right. and they'll they'll be brought to it. Amen. Amen. I'll put all the links to that down below. Folks, as I stated in the beginning, this is not new. It's been going on since the Garden of Eden. If you want to get technical right. about it, you know, the devil doesn't have anything new up his sleeve. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But guess what? His tactics are as well. But our God is also the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus has already defeated the devil and every one of them demons that are with him. So Pastor Joe has been shining the true light into the darkness of the entertainment industry for decades. And I encourage you, go down to the show notes, click the links right there. I especially encourage you to watch this new video. Well, watch the video, They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll. I mean, that is going to 
just open your eyes to everything and then watch this new movie marvel and dc war on god because it ties in with what pastor joe's been teaching for years and that is how the demons are really running the entertainment industry i guess that's the best way of putting it and that's powerful pastor joe thank you for taking the time to come on the program today and continue to expose the tactics of the devil that are really taking place right before our very eyes today and just most people are unaware of it and i do appreciate your time well thank you very much brother you've been an encouragement inspiration and i praise god there's brothers like like you out there fighting the good fight man. amen god you bless as well brother amen folks that's all the time we have for today for pastor bob and pastor joe show be blessed Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.